The second lockdown saw Shelley's dog daycare literally shut down overnight, with holidays cancelled and health orders mandating everyone stay at home. Her home business went from a thriving hive of activity, with up to 20 dogs learning to swim, jump and play ball games, to a stillness she hasn't experienced since starting her business 15 years ago. So, like many other innovators, Shelley saw the gap and listened to what her clients were saying. They were looking for someone who was reliable to walk their dogs because they were stuck at home doing work. And when we eventually got out for the weekend, they wanted somebody to come in to the house. So as we return to the office or we head out of town, Shelley has now integrated her in-home pet sitting business to a holiday house call. And it has seen exponential growth. You see, Shelley takes the stress out of finding the right person to care for your pet in your own home, which means that you can go to work or away and be confident your furry little friend is well looked after. In this interview, you'll get to know Shelley very well. She owns and manages a team of qualified staff, many of whom are in training or have experience with caring for animals and are studying or undertaking work placement. Now we pick up in this interview where I ask Shelley who she really is, what she really does every day and how she does it. Okay, so for me, uh, it is a business that I am so passionate about. It is about caring for a homeowner that yes, unfortunately through COVID, we've all collected more pets. So the friends, family and neighbours are no longer going to be going, yes, I'll walk your one dog. They have a number of pets. A house sitter for me is offering you a service where you just need to just pack your bags and go on a holiday with an educated, uh, caring house sitter. And um, most of my house sitters are either trained to be vets, vet nurses, um, they're Tronga Zoo working with primates or they are doing um, animal to animal studies, um, they are all very much uh, passionate about animals and they literally just get paid to study and sit in your home and nurture your animals. So that's where I'm at the moment and it's working and people are loving it. So how did it start then? You've had this dog walking business. Yeah, that we have that as well. The dog walking is definitely another side hustle to the business. That is for the people that are still working at home that need the dog out of the house because the balls are always on the laps um, and it brings the energy down of the dog. The dog comes back, they're chilled, someone gets to continue working at home. Um, so it works well that way as well. Mm. And we've got the pop-in service. So let's say you've got a dog that you don't need a house sitter. We can pop in in the morning, we can feed them, walk. Overnight we'll pop back, tuck them into bed, give them their dinner and do the same thing the next day. And we also have a service where people have inherited a dog and let's say you've had to return to the office um, or you've got a dog through COVID, it's become anxious, your name is complaining. You need someone sometimes just to come and sit in the house for a few hours. Uh, we have Arnie Lynn for that. Arnie Lynn comes in, she'll do a Christmas card or she'll pot around with your dog, keep the dog calm and that's also another service we have as well. Such a great idea. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. So so how did it come about? Like, let's go back to what were you doing before 
And then what, what was the light bulb moment that went? Okay, so XRSBCA. Then I opened a business called Shelley's Doggy Holiday Care. That was um, a business in my home. We would have up to 20 dogs in our home every day of the year and they would stay with us. They would sleep in our home. We would care for them, do treasure hunts, treat them, talk, teach them to swim in the pool. Um, and you go on holidays, you get snaps every day of what they've been doing. And when you come back on holidays, you pick them up from Shelley's house. Sounds like so much fun. I want to come. <laughs> so that was cool. And then obviously um, COVID, no, we need to go away. So mm. then we decided to enjoy a bit of the downtime, realise that using my reputation and my knowledge to outsource the business. So turn it not so much into a job, but let's turn it into a business. And, um, yeah, it's just the team are amazing. Um We've had some photo shoots here. They come. We, I do training with them with the dogs about because I do all the behavioural training. I teach them how to read a dog um, on walks, et cetera. So, and they're all such keen um, learners and quick learners. So amazing. So uh, there's a, yeah. Is that the dogs or the trainers? <laughs> the, the girls, all the girls and the guys, yeah, yeah. And what about the dogs? Like where does that knowledge come from? Uh, definitely education. Um, I'm an old RSBCA girl, so you swap with the horses and dogs um, and when they bring dogs in from puppy farms. So you have to learn to um, read a dog, care mm. for a dog, know when they don't want to be touched and why. Because they've got little personalities. 100%. And they've got triggers like a human. You have a car accident, you're triggered by not getting back in the car for a little while. If a dog's been hurt, they're triggered by human touch. It's something that you've just got to re-educate and you've got to teach them that there's a second chance and I'm going to get teary. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, well, yeah. you, would, you would just see so, so many of them mm. injured, like as in mentally, um, Absolutely. psychologically injured. So you're making me cry now, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, mean, I think that's where we hurt though, isn't it? Mm. It's a big responsibility to have a pet. And they don't have a voice without us. We are their voice. Mm. So, and a dog will very often, you'll see a dog trying to make eye contact with you because they read your pupils. Mm. So whatever size they are, they know if you're upset or you're happy. So a dog quite often wants to give you face love is because they want to read your eyes. They want to see your eyes. They want to see if you're going to respond to what they want to give you. Uh, well, that's, I mean, that's an amazing idea. Have you sort of, so have you sat down with somebody and said, this is what I want to create or has it just sort of emerged and you've just seen a need and the gap in the market, which is incredible. It was actually people saying to me, um, oh, do you know anyone that could come and stay at my house? And this question went on and on and on for you saying, no, no, no. And then there was the downtime. We all had our cages rattled and went, oh, okay, it's nice to have a bit of a break, even though it was COVID. Um, and the light bulb went on and I went, ah, I know what I can do. This is what everyone's been asking me to do. Mm. Come, Michelle, we trust you. We know what you're going to do. We know that you won't do the wrong thing um, and you'll have the right people. Um, and that's what it, how it all sort of started. So I thought, oh, put my toe in the water and to see if everyone's actually genuinely interested and it's been great. Mm. Really well, I think good. from both sides there'd, there'd be massive demands that people that actually want to get involved in that side of it, get work experience and yeah. life experience and, you know, to take on to another job. Um, yes. 
or their studies or whatever it is. Oh, expect for their work placement. And yeah. I've got retired people working for me. And there's, I was going to say there, there would have to be that yeah. other end of the market where they want the love. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially we um, women, they're, mm. you know, well known for outliving their husbands or their partners yes. or living on their own. Yeah. Um, and I think they need the company. Oh, 100%. I had a guy last week apply for a job. He was 78. Oh. So we're going to meet up with him and uh, he just wants to walk dogs. He used to breed German shepherds. And I went, sure, why not? What is the biggest thing that you think you're giving to them um, by providing these these services? 100% peace of mind. Mm. Peace of mind, trust. The house has been looked after. Their pets aren't in – and, look, I'm just, I'm just not a kennel person, but they're not in a kennel situation um, where they're freshing, they feel like they've been abandoned. All those things are an ongoing trigger that needs to be fixed, unfortunately. But if you keep them in their own environment, you are going to have no issues. Mm. They know nothing's changed. Yes, you've left, but you leave to go to work sometimes, so it's not that big a deal. Uh, so definitely the trust – Definitely peace of mind. Um, we're all insured. Uh, it's it's a it's a very safe company to use. Yeah. Mm. So have you had some challenges then? Like if it's you know problems that you've had to solve or things you've um, had to overcome. Like there's been <laughs> there's been um, a, a, there was one house had tarantula in it and uh, and a lot of pythons and um, there was a bit of education with uh, the house sitter. Homeowner's fine. Um, we've had um, a family that had four cats and they all had a bedroom each. The cats. All had a bedroom each with their own belongings, TVs, beds, everything. That was interesting. Um, we've had, um, oh, gosh, uh, we've had a baby pig. We've had um, chickens. We've had... Uh, exotic birds but all amazing just and the girls just oh they just love it absolutely love it yeah but nothing really challenging in a bad way yeah just interesting 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 (laughs) can we put it down as interesting yeah 100 100 (laughs) percent. yeah 100 percent. yeah now you how long has it been going for it's about what 18 months Ah, uh, yeah, eighteen months with this business. Yeah. So, where do you see this growing into, like twelve months? And then I want you to give me a five-year projection. In twelve months, I'd like a good team of about forty. Um, I'd like to be able to um, service the whole Southern Shire. We are also Georges River at the moment. We're definitely branching out over there. I'd like an extra three or four office staff. Um, so I, because I still like to go to the people's homes, I like them to meet the business owner with the chosen house sitter because I've profiled the house and the house sitter. Um, having more time to do that and I'd love to just tr- keep training in the next much. Just have them so well trained and with all the behavioural um, things they need to know. Uh, yeah, I think that would be... Oh, just, yeah, I just, it's hard. It's a big question, isn't it? 18 months. I'm just getting through to April. Well, I'm, I'm, I feel that you're, prob- you're probably just accepting how much it's grown now. Like yes. you can't imagine, well, you can imagine what it's going to look like, but it's yeah. that whole, put, if you put that out there, it might actually show up. I know. Manifest <laughs> it. That's it. Yeah, just manifest it. Yeah. 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 And, be, and I would just like to be the best in Sydney. Because right mm. now um, we are the only Sydney-based house-sitting company that you just don't go through an app and just get a random 
selected house sitter, when you book with us, and this is one thing I always want to have is you meet me, I will profile your job, I will get the right house sitter for that job, and you'll meet me, I will come to you with the house sitter and I'll come through and sit with you and go through every detail of your home. So it feels like you're building relationships with these 100%. homeowners because they're 100%. going to be using yeah. – and, and that, that as house sitter could be there for a couple of years. Yeah. They could be keep coming well, back. Well, that'll be their house sitter. Yeah. So it's a it's a file. We pull it out now. We don't need – and it's all done. Mm. So it's And we spend an hour in the person's home prior to the booking from everything from alarms to cranky neighbours to don't walk down that street to a tricky lock to an alarm code. Like there is a lot of detail. Yeah, and, like, I, and I want them to know that I'm interested and I want those details. Well, it's like a site and risk assessment all in one. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. I'm just in there going, that's a lot of ticks that you'd have to be going to. But I also think it, 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 it will give you the house owner a lot more peace of mind if they know the same person's coming up all the time. They do. That's that relationship. They tend to hug me when I leave, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. And they've told me that one of your greatest strengths is communication. Hmm. You're able to easily articulate and express yourself. I do. Yeah. Tell me how that come how that came about. What's that? Um Okay, for me, uh life has um thrown a lot of hurdles at me, so I've had to retrain the way that I Sorry. A lot of it is, yeah, through uh, life and its hurdles. Um, I've had um, a couple of very big traumas in my life, but in saying that, I'm fine with them because it kind of, I learn a lot from it. I learned to communicate, ask for what I need. I also learned how to read people. I learned how to um, communicate uh, my emotions really clearly and mm. to just trying to think of the right words that I would use. Discern. Yeah. I, and I can, I just, I, I'm, I, and I'm not giving myself a ticket, but I have a way of reading people and I can just see what they need from me without them even saying it. Um, it's the same with the animal world. I have that same gift as well. Uh, and I do have learnt that through tough times in life. And I think, um, and I'm fine with that because I do feel the lessons I've learned, I've had to be able to, I've used that as a gift for helping others and myself. Mm. Um, so like an intuitive energy. If 100%. You know, that's, that's how it's been described is this, um, you know, what to say and when, mm. um, how to validate, how, how to make people feel like they're important. Yeah. And that was the overwhelming sense that I got. Is that something that you're now instilling in your staff? I do all the time. Yeah. So quite often I'll get them to jump in my car on the way to the job and I will keep them in a really calm state. I'll explain to them most of the dogs we're going to also used to come to me in holiday care, so I know them back to front. Mm. Um, so you're doing personality profiles uh, yeah. with other dogs on So it's like, yes, yeah, so we had Hugo. Hugo is like the movie Fifty First Dates. Every day you've got to reintroduce himself because psychologically he has to start fresh every day, otherwise you'll lose a hand. Um, so for me, being articulate but also always saying, you've got this, like we've mm. got this, we're going to be great at this and I believe in you and I trust you and I always say, you know, um, I'll be your wingwoman in this whole job. Don't ring mum, ring me, I'll be there. <clears throat> Anything happens, 100%, I will be there for you. And if we don't have an answer, I will get an answer and I will get back to you. 
Well, you sound like the safe place to fall. Yes, I do try and do that. Because I think that's important when they don't know what they're doing, especially young people. Yes. Um, yeah. Being that mentor and knowing that they can come and fall apart. And, yes. And there's no judgment. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's why I think you're in, incredible in terms of building your team because you've, you're putting a lot of energy in. Oh, um, I always say to them, I believe in you. Like yeah. if you just, if where your side hustle, if you've got placement studies, just say Shell Tech Melthros for two weeks, too easy. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've spoken about some significant events in your life. What would be that top one? What's the one that has, makes you most proud about yourself? Um, okay. Uh, being diagnosed with the BRCA gene and making a decision to remove my breasts and to um, know for me that I won. I won. It's never going to get me and I will live an amazing full life and be so grateful to live in Australia to know that I could have that done. Obviously, in other countries, it's not possible. And you just, you just, it's not a matter of like if, it's when. So for me, it was uh, eight women in the family. And I said, okay, I'm not going to be that number nine. Wow. I'm done. Take them off. And um, that was a huge turning point in my life. It changed me forever. It was a big decision to remove a body part. Um, well, it's, it's, Wraps up our identity, doesn't it? Like it does. Who we show up as. Mm, 100%. Mm. So, yeah. So then I, yeah, that changed me a lot, a lot in the way the way I saw the world, the way I saw my life, the way I saw my future for myself um, and my new relationship and my children. Um, yeah, definitely changed me a lot. That was a big move. Sounds like you've ticked the box for post-traumatic growth. Okay, there you go. Yes. Didn't know about that, but yeah, okay. It's exactly what that is, yeah. Ah, okay. Where it is a, t- a terrible trauma to go through um, some I evolved, sort of life so journey. Yeah, that's yeah. what, yeah, taking that and turning it into something mm. that. Um, took away the fear, took away that all looking over your shoulder. Yeah, put the decision-making back in your hands. 100%. Yeah. yeah fabulous. See, mm. that's what we love. Like, I mean, that is a big challenge that you, you get thrown yeah. and yet having to make a big decision. Tell me how you deal with distractions. I'm not... I'm not easily distracted. I'm a little bit, uh, I'm I'm kind of like a racehorse with blinkers on when I have a challenge or I know it's, and I would just keep going until I get to that finish line. Um, distractions could be a glass of wine at six o'clock. <laughs> I could just go, I've just got to have one. Um, but like work-wise, I'm pretty focused. So what does that look like then every day? What does that look like for Shelley? It's a minute by minute diary. Mm. I know where I am. I know when I have my breaks are, that is to me, keeps me calm. Um, And I don't know if it's, I wouldn't say it's control freak because I'm not a control freak, but it's organisation for me is a very calm place. It means that the people that are choosing to do business with me are relevant. They're in my diary. I will be there on time. Uh, Same with my staff, my family, my friends. Yeah, I'm having that. I've allocated time and I will always stick to that um if the calendar uh, the the does unravel a bit well we just kind of got to flip it on its head a little bit but normally yeah I'm pretty focused because I already know I'm usually three weeks ahead I know what's going on so I don't let anyone down then and that's and that's important for me it is I'm Mm. not very good at letting people down um yeah not something that sits well with me anyway yeah because that's the next question uh, How do we deal with disappointment? Okay, disappointment. Um, 
when it comes to my business, uh, I don't unravel. I will actually sit down and I will, I don't want to overthink it. I just analyse it and, okay, where did it go wrong? Why did it go wrong? How can I reassure them that that won't happen again? And I will evaluate that problem in the future uh, so I don't have to deal with the disappointment. I find with the business when you're dealing with people and their animals because they're like children that um, <laughs> you you literally, how can I put it? Um, well, word of mouth can be your best or your worst advertisement. So for me, making sure that everyone is tucked in, everything is done, they've got their bags, they're going on holidays knowing 100% I've got their back. Um, disappointment um, for me as in if we me disappointing myself I think we're all our harshest critic don't we when it comes to that like I'm not me when it comes to like what was I thinking I'm so judgy yeah of myself I'm judgy yeah 100% others I accept them for who they are and what yes. they want but for me yeah. I just go oh yeah mm. yeah yeah for sure yeah I think I think it's just a common human yeah experience yeah yeah so I can only imagine when people you know aren't happy or if there's it's a bit of a crisis going on. What does that look like for you? Because you've already uh, there's a massive theme there for you are a calm place, you are a safe yeah. space to be. Um, but confrontation is something that a lot of people avoid. I'm fine with that, hundred percent mm. with confrontation. Um, my go-to line for that normally, if this is a disappointment, I say, okay, what can what do you need from me to make this better, and I will get that done. You just need to ask me, mm. and if it isn't spot on there I could be left or right of it but I will make sure that we get that sorted um confrontation happens a lot in the animal world um quite often you could be told a dog is on a certain diet and you find out that dog's not on a certain diet and you've got diarrhea from here to Timbuktu and that's a very confronting conversation to have with a family member um, I go, oh, I just thought you might just like that. But, yeah, so confrontation for me is something that I've dealt with a lot, especially mm. with RSPCA. Yeah. And let, uh, can we touch on that a little bit more because I think that's where, like you are saying, those those animals are like children. Yes. And nobody yeah. likes to be criticised no. about their children. No, no, no. <laughs> but, you know, you, you're in a space where you're an authority and you're trying to, you know, educate people or you're trying to sort of point out just gently yes. what that looks like. But they can get quite hostile. It's on the delivery. Mm-hmm. Just saying, look, you're doing an amazing job, you know, and I'll, I'll say something like, you know, you go to a specialist doctor for a specialised field. I'm a specialist in this field. Um, I have got so many, you know, done so many courses and training and knowledge and on-job training. I'm just going to give you some great hints and tips that will make your home life so much better if you just do these few things. And they'll go, oh, it's all in the delivery. Oh, my God, I think you're a pet coach. (laughs) (laughs) It's all in the delivery. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like, yeah. Because you can't say your dog's an absolute turd and has been like just ripping apart, you know, dogs, you know, fur or all the toys are now shredded. You can't say that. You just say he just needs a few more enrichment games. I'm going to send you some um, really great ideas. I've got some videos. And I got some that's really going to get rid of that energy a bit. So when you do have your family time, you can actually enjoy him. So it's, yeah, just sharing knowledge. It's a PMA. 
positive mindset attitude. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep it up. Keep it above the line. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Um, you've told me that you've, you're have you over your 50s. Which yes. Is, yep, and 56. you're a business owner. Yeah. What would you now tell your younger self? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Just believe in who you are. Stop listening to the naysayers that, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. You know, it's too much of a risk. You know, you don't want to have your own business. It's... Um, and I worked in marketing at St George Bank and for years and everyone's saying, oh, no, stick with that, stick with that. And I'm like, oh, no, it's just – I just wanted to do my own thing. And I've waited too long, but it's all right. Um, so I'm here don't now. wait too long, yeah, Shelley. I know, exactly. Don't wait. Get out there. Be a risk taker. What's the worst thing can happen? You go and have to work in an office again or you have to go back to the old job. But give it a whirl. Yeah, and what would be your recipe for that? I've got a good one, but what's yours? Oh, get a mentor. Get some. Get a mentor. Get someone in there that is just going to like literally just be your wing woman, and it's just going to cheer you on, put you in the right place, bring the right people to you, which is like she elevates. Um, yeah, and just watch yourself soar. Yeah, just wait. Because it's going to happen. And so I'll get goosebumps. Just <laughs> hey, hey, it's Pip Ray and you are listening to the Shire Pod on Podbean, where you can hear all the podcast episodes from our locals in one place. If you have a great idea for an episode or want to start your own series, even if you would like to be a guest, the Sutherland Shire Podcast Station has a masterclass that teaches you the four pillars of podcasting and information on how podcasting can boost your personal brand. Head to the website link in the show notes for more information. We love talking with our local community and bringing you the voices of residents who want to share their story. So let us know if you are enjoying this one. Well, let's talk about your networking. Because your clients are going to be coming from everywhere mm. and doing all types of things. Yeah. Um, what do you do for your own sort of self-care and connecting with other people? So for me, uh, finding the right group was profound. Um, been in a few different networking groups, ran scared, scared, and the pressure and the money, the expectations, <laughs> the money, everything. It was like, whoa, too much for me. I wanted something that felt authentic and organic and having um, the She Elevates group that I'm with now, uh, they're just just amazing. Mm. And every one of their talents, they just share with you. I can help you. We can do that. Why don't we meet up? And all of a sudden you just – because there's so many things that I feel I'm getting a bit clunky with my business. Like, oh, I can't nut it out. And I just go, might have an hour of power conversation Oh, answer done, fixed, move on. Inspiration. I know, yeah, done. Then I can just move on to the next best thing. So for me having, yeah, it's just, it's like we're all in one big company and we're all just cheering each other on. Like I love it, yeah. Mm. Well, and and I think men have been doing it for decades. Oh, yes. The golf course, Mm. you know, um, we usually had the playground. Yeah. Now we can't even leave it (laughs) Yeah, outside yeah. the school grounds. Yeah. Um, well, I generally was a one-man band. I did my own bookkeeping. I did all my own bookings. I dealt with the families. I did all the back of shop. I did all the – and I just realised that everything I knew 
I wasn't 100% using that. I was using 10% of it because it was 10% the bookkeeping, 10% with this. 10, I was just spread too thin. So now having a bookkeeper and a PA and, yeah, and she elevates is amazing. Love it. Absolutely love it. And you've probably got more time too, like to actually give, do what I'm good more, at. Yeah. To do what I'm good at. Yeah. 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 So what is it that you value the most about the people that work for you? Oh, gosh. It's a list. You they're can, you in, can have as they're many invaluable. As you want. Um, I, <laughs> on a regular basis, will send a text message to Alexa going, don't you ever leave me. Don't you ever leave me. <laughs> or I'm cloning you. Uh, yeah. before <laughs> she you is like, she's uh, amazing. And um, she is special. She is intelligent. She is driven. I've got an amazing uh, bookkeeper, uh, Nicole, and oh, what she can do is phenomenal. I don't even have to even sit with her or even see her. Everything is done correspondence. She has an amazing background and she's a stay-at-home mum running a business as well. And that's – I just – I love that village mentality. We need to support our own. Stay – just stay local. Look, mm. there's plenty of talent here. I can tell you there is so much talent. Mm. So much talent. It's, it's scary yeah. because you go – if everybody knew everybody, you'd be – you wouldn't you wouldn't sort of go outside the bridge. Yeah. Like, you know. I don't, don't mind to. coming over to Warren over the Warren Lord Bridge. <laughs> it's beautiful this morning. I know. It's <laughs> awesome. And we love it on the bush here. Oh, and so talk to me about the Sutherland Shire. Like what is it that sort of um, makes it feel like home for you here? Uh, moved here uh, over twenty years ago. Had my children here. Uh, made friends here, all the soccer teams. I know all the shop owners. Uh, they all know me. Um, I look after their dogs, <laughs> the shop owners, Shelly, Shelly. And I go, yes, drop them in. Um, we just have an amazing community and I love when something goes to shit and everyone picks up and goes, right, what do you need? What do you need? And that to me is gold. And well, because yeah. you would do that for them. That's all the time. So you you find that it's an exchange of energy yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful place. Beautiful place to live. Um, great for the kids. Great opportunities. Um, the support of women here in business is very good. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if we, um, is there anything that you would change? Is there anything that you think? Oh, we've done this job about thirty years ago. Maybe. <laughs> And a lot, a lot, a lot earlier, but yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> so you were talking before about going out to your clients' homes um, and to provide the service. What is it that you actually do? So when we go out, the homeowner is going to have some specific needs in the home, and some specific um, directions for the house sitter to make them feel comfortable. So I come in. I've got about a six-page list of questions. We go from does the cat eat near the dog? Does the cat eat up on a counter? Does the cat eat in the laundry? Does the, where does the cat sleep? Where does the dog sleep? Where does the dog eat? Um, where's the food? Um, is there a street or a neighbour we should avoid because they're a trigger for your dog? Um, do we have any tricky locks? Uh, is there any servicemen that will come that we need to know about? Does your pool filter have a timer, not a timer? Um, is there something you need done specifically is a lawn mowing man coming is there um certain things that you need done is there a vegetable garden is there 
chickens? Do we need to collect eggs? Um, is there – how did, do we use your TV? The air con. Uh, are we okay for the girl to go to her little coffee shop shift between this time and that time? Uh, we talk about medications, needles, tablets. How do we administer them? Is there a specific way? Are we down the throat, wrapped in cheese, wrapped in Devon? We ask a lot of questions. And I'm exhausted because uh, I, I, I'm sure that I do that in my own head every mm, day. Mm. But trying to explain that to someone else, yeah, that would, yeah. yeah. And just, um, you know, just go. And you can see them going, oh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. Yeah, like how do you use the dishwasher? Can I, yeah, all that sort of thing. And that would give you a big insight into how people mm. choose to live their lives. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's a psychology degree on its own. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it's just and we and the, the questions increase as time goes on. We think, oh, we should add that one. Yeah. It means then I come home and I come back to the office and I will type up that profile. And we no longer then have to revisit that house at any other time when they book us. We have every unless something's changed, let's I do revisit dogs and, or animals with medications because they can change, as in dosage because of age, um, diabetes. The needles can change as in the type of dosage. Um, so that's sort of like the process and stuff, isn't it? Mm. Like you've got your process and systems in place. Yeah. And then your little check measures that you do when you go out there. Yes, yeah. Um, and I guess financially, is it is it creating the turnover that you want? It is, yes. We're definitely growing. Every single week the growth has been amazing. Yeah, mm. 100%, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what people want, isn't it? They, they're happy to pay for their, their pets if yeah. the quality is definitely there. Oh, yeah. And, like, to go to a kennel, you're $100 to $150 per day. And that's not always a good option for every dog. Um, dogs like to be in their homes. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just so innovative. It's yeah. just so innovative and it's like yeah. a um, – yeah, it's like a two-for-one. Yeah. Like we're the only Sydney-based house-sitting – company that has a uniform team that you actually meet the homeowner and the chosen house sitter yeah. um i was a single mum for quite a while so for me having my own business was something that was necessary mm. um and they were amazing even then i mean obviously you know 15 years of having 20 dogs in the house wears thin so they're kind of enjoying the new the new business having the house <laughs> back and yeah They've always been very proud. Yeah. <laughs> so if you were to sum it up, how would you describe your work ethic and where did you get that from? My drive comes from my parents. Um, we weren't a wealthy family. My dad, I used to see him. He was a herbalist in his own business. Um, I would see my dad before Easter every year and before Christmas every year he would put on his suit and go to the bank and he would ask for a loan to take us on holidays. And then he, we would not see him a lot after that because he would then have to pay that back. Uh, my brother and myself, when we were very young, we used to he- eavesdrop on conversations, as you do, and we always used to say, we, won't, we don't want to do it as tough as mum and dad. Um, and from... I think our early 20s, we used to drive each other. We bought our first apartment. Um, We just made sure that we were educated. We made sure that we had a good, sound future. And for me, 
my work ethic comes from, and I wouldn't say ego, but it's being the best. I want to be the best. So my work ethic has to be on point all the time. And that's and I don't find that to be a hard thing. I like that about myself. Yeah. Expectations, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Really. For sure. Yeah. Having those of yourself. But that's a, a level of respect mm. that not only do you give yourself, but you give to others as well. Yes. Yeah. And learning, which I will be learning soon, is that work life balance. <laughs> yeah, I, when when you get yeah, that <laughs> formula, do you mind handing it over? <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard, but I'm gonna get there. I will get there. I just cannot just go, let's just wing it. It's not that kind of wing it sort of job. It has to be in the calendar, booked. They need to know we're coming. Everything's booked. Sure, there hasn't been a lot of dog walking going on because of the uh, the weather. El Nino. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, that you know, there's there's other things that you can do. Yeah. For them, isn't it? Like just the company for the dogs and that sort well, of thing. Well, if they've got a nice pergola or something out the back, we encourage the dog walker to still go out, hug them, throw the ball, tug a ball. Some Richmond, I will teach them how to do some different things that get the energy up without being, you know, completely up here. But when they leave, at least they're chilled. Yeah. So I, I, I say that because um, that gives you enough exercise, sort of out in the sunshine, you're yeah. engaging with, um, you know, not a human, but a, an animal. Yeah. Um, so, what is the benefits of animals on your well-being? Like you're surrounded by them all day. Could what would it look like if they weren't here or a part of your life? I don't even want to imagine that. <laughs> I own six dogs, and my office is in the dog room. Like that is my world. That is my happy place. They fill me up. They they dis- they will distract myself and Alexa, and we'll turn around and have the best laugh. Um, and we do doggy daycare, um, which is uh, fun as well, entertaining. We do the treasure hunts and teach them how to swim in the pool with life jackets and we do all that as well. But it's um, it would not be – it wouldn't be my world. Mm. And it doesn't sound like a job either. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No, it's It awesome. sounds like something that people would actually be happy to be paid for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. with lots of purpose. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How would some of your customers describe you? Oh, that's a big question. I, um, I would probably say that they would probably say that I'm a very good source of information. I've usually got an answer for 99.9% of their problems. And if I, if I don't, I'll actually pop over and see them and I'll see it for myself and then I'll nut it out. If I don't know 100% of that, I will probably just find out. But as in how they would describe me, I don't really, I don't know. That's a big question. Well, we're going to find out anyway. (laughs) Yes, we are. Yeah. So what I would encourage you to do is leave a comment in the box below this podcast and, and, you know, tell us what you think and or even write to Shelley and and tell her because I don't think we get enough reviews. And I think that's something that drives people as well is when they're getting at the affirmations the good job that they're doing they're more willing to yeah to do it better and, mm. and bigger the next time around yeah yeah all right i think we've got to know you a lot better <laughs> yeah it was, yeah um, it was good i really enjoyed it we can you can contact shelly on her website so that's shelly's animal care.com.au and uh we're all on there and we're on instagram same name facebook same name great videos as well you'll yeah. get to see them get your daily <laughs> dose of uh, the puppies yeah 
Um, yeah, so if you can reach out anytime, otherwise let us know what you think. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This has been a Shire Pod production and you can hear more episodes about the businesses in the Sutherland Shire just by heading to our website www.sutherlandshirepodcaststation.com.au Now there you will find our most recent episodes on the ShirePod channel on our front page. ShirePod on podbean.com is a community media platform that boosts the brands of business owners and brings you the voices of local residents who have something to share. We love getting reviews, so please let us know what you think. But if you have a great idea, for a podcast episode or series and not sure where to start, check out our masterclass options or book in for the Princess Highway Package. This is where we take your idea to the airways in just 28 days.